Hello everyone, my name is Tatiana Gefter, I use she-they pronouns, and I am playing Alma of the Veil with the Gravedigger playbook. Hi, my name is Nishit Zaya, I use any pronouns, and I am playing Fletcher the Witch. My name is Janine Florence Asinto, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Haku Bayani, Starkeeper. Hello, my name is Okta, I go by they-them pronouns, and I will play male three strings. From the Weaver's Hi, my name is Harper Sage Pettit. I use they or she pronouns, and I will be your guide for this season of Queer PG of Kith and Pen. The content warning for this episode includes emotional manipulation, gaslighting, and mentions of debt. Dear Int, Hello, brother. How's witch training going? Helpful tip. Get a few backup cauldrons for any messes and a case for any cards or supplies. Stuff gets out of hand quickly once you gain multiple crafts. Also, steer clear of the apothecary. There was a break-in. Stay safe. I hope the weird tremors didn't affect you over in the Insomnia of Eve. It was pretty rough on this side. The marigold and thimble were both shaken like a jar of separated ingredients. I wanted to let you know I'll be going on a big trip and won't be back for a while. Like when I went to Witch Academy. But... I- I won't be learning things. I might learn things, actually. I'm not sure. It's nice to be spending time with my friends again, but it all seems like a lot. Alma's back from their trip. I don't know how she'll feel about seeing Karth. You know, he's the guy who gave you that trinket of a miniature airship. They used to have a thing. Nail and Hulk are good. I think Nail and Alphonse are still together, but that relationship has always made me feel icky. Hako's family has been going on little outings. I did spot them having lunch earlier, but didn't have time to say hi. Lauren left me a huge box of letters, and I'm not sure what to make of them. It's all very confusing and sad. I sent him a dream, though, through a dreamweaver I befriended. Puck. Hopefully it gets through. Alright. Be good, and stay out of trouble. Love ya. Fletch. We left off with Haku really bonding with his parents and Fletcher kind of floundering over the situation he found himself in. Let's pick up with Neu. Earlier in the day, you had went to a tavern and found out where Alphonse potentially could be in the underground. So I guess describe what you do when you, you leave that that tavern. What's what's the game plan for you? So I know well, Alphonse is at the concert. The concert started in the old shipyard in the underground of of Lothair's junction. And I will probably get a little bit lost in my thoughts and start 
wandering in that in that direction, playing a little bit with 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 my very formal clothes as I go down there, trying to dishevel them a little bit to not look too out of place, with possibly mixed success. And I think I will get there pretty pretty quickly if if I've been there before, which I think possibly probably often has taken me there on occasion. There were probably like six quote-unquote venues that it could have been at so you could have probably eventually found your way but stopping into the tavern definitely helped you narrow it down and and saved you some time so you you rush over to one of the access ladders that takes you down to the lower levels and these lower levels are almost like an old city that was built on top of and so the 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 structures are really old you see instead of the kind of like grand curved kind of modern art-esque buildings of Lothair's Junction above you see these very like square rectangle buildings Um, some of them go really high some of them not so far and just kind of a weird vibe but you've been down here before but it's just totally different than the way that the kith do things now the cobblestone roads above are this gray drab asphalt with yellow and white stripes the cracks kind of span sometimes a few feet so you gotta jump across these kind of chasms and i guess actually as neo you get ready to jump I want everybody, including Nao, to give me a swift roll. Of course. More shakes. A 13. 11. 6. 7. Nao and Alma, you're you're fine. So Nao, you're jumping over this gap of like a foot and a half. Um, and it's like a, a five foot drop, so it wouldn't be too bad. But like as you get ready to jump you feel Lothair's junction start to to shake a little bit but you you jump and make it over and gather yourself Alma I imagine you're on Drake's inkwell and you feel a little bit of a tremor while you're you're in your parents home but you you gather yourself um Fletcher you have you're still in the apothecary and you're sitting there reading these letters and stuff off the shelves around you start to fall and i will say you're you're probably in a, a one of your favorite outfits and it just gets stained pretty badly by this vial of vile yellow liquid that kind of just like bursts on you we'll, just, we'll say it's like slug guts and haku We'll say you just get an outright failure. You're you're running back to your your dad's place of work. So you've got the the groceries. As you're meeting up with him, and you just fall flat in your face. And the dozen eggs that you needed for one of the dishes just like completely shattered. So you'll have to make two. But now you continue on. Eventually, kind of winding back and forth through the alleyways and old roads of whatever city this was before it was Lothair's Junction. And eventually you start to hear this sort of like deep droning like horns along with like erratic percussions. The 
very like shrill and swift movement whatever string instruments the this band is is using um it it just sounds like noise music does does neo appreciate this or is this a, a stretch for neo i think it's a little bit of a stretch i think neo will be into a bit more mainstream music probably um however we'll eagerly fake interest for the underground music and be like i'm totally into this scene so you eventually get closer and closer to it the, the sound of this droning gets louder and louder and you you see the the entrance to the shipyard ahead and you walk through the the narrow archway the the stones above kind of maybe um, scattering a little dust on your head as you as you walk under it and this massive shipyard kind of opens up to you you're on this like platform looking down at these like old airship docks and you see these old airships kind of broken into pieces and one of them has been made into somewhat of a stage and around it is this dance floor several folks out on the dance floor uh but then also in the areas around people scattered about in various levels of consciousness for various reasons and on the stage is a very much experimental looking band they are all dressed in like long black robes and their their instruments match the whole sort of like let's say like goth monk aesthetic like this kind of like rustic goth look to them and they're droning on obviously as they would do um, and you're kind of trying to look through the crowd to find Alphonse. Alphonse would either be right on the first row right next to where the music's sounding or a little bit more in the background halfway through where they are serving drinks and potions and concoctions and where those that are beginning to cause trouble are kind of riding the sweet spot be- be- between those two hotspots. Yeah, let's say Alphonse is in the back doing his thing of fixing up drinks and concoctions to help the other kith enjoy their time here. And you approach as he's in the middle of making something, and he says, All right, well, now with this, watch. And he, like, flashes his hand down, sparks fly out, and, like, smoke shoots up, and the crowd cheers and claps and he hands over this sort of like bubbling liquid over to a a kith that is definitely vibing with the music and he sees you and says oh neo my dear and walks over and kind of does a flourish and gives you a kiss on the cheek and says shall i make you something as well neo blushes uh takes a little hand up and just takes off the the dust that fell on his ears. Um, I, yes, I will. You know the things I like a little bit sweet. Um, maybe with some, with some fruit. If, if you have some of that, uh, you know the one that makes me kind of feel light and and happy. 
Oh, yes. We need some dream berries for this. And he reaches down into a, sh- uh, a little satchel, pulls out a few, like, bluish berries with, like, gold f- specks in them, puts it into the the cup, uses a mortar, and, like, smashes. And I need a little bit of a happy thought. Think of something happy. And he sort of, like, does, like, the little, like, finger at your nose kind of thing. I, I let him boop my nose, and I go, I saw my friends today. Ooh, that's a delightful thought. And, like, go puts a hand next to your temple and extracts that thought, puts it into the cup. I will use this undisclosed liquor. And pulls out a little, like, flask, pours it in there, and starts to, like, stir it up real quick. Here you go, my dear. Nose heart is, is going... On quite quite fast at the moment. Neil ne will will grab it and sip it slowly, and then go for the whole thing. It's a pretty pre- a pretty small dose, and then just kind of look look around into the party. And I I would imagine this kind of magic may act pretty fast, and just see how the airship that was definitely there in place, abandoned, broken down begins to kind of like float a bit and everyone who is dancing may also appear to be a bit floaty and Neil themselves just also kind of feel higher in the air. I don't know if you've seen those music videos where they kind of do like line drawings around people like their line drawings of like their silhouettes and stuff while they're like like dancing and that's kind of what you're seeing like these like there people are dancing but you're like seeing like these like lines like neon lines outlining them kind of a few frames behind their dancing as they they float up as the ship floats up the band floats up and he kind of ignores the crowd around him and puts his arm around your waist and says I can tell you're feeling yourself now but you're holding something um yes I may be holding something maybe I'm feeling like going for a dance with you give me a a heart roll and I roll a five so that's a six (laughs) so uh, that is technically a failure. He looks at you and says, Our bodies have made wonderful art before. That is not what you are thinking of. Tell me, what is on your mind, sweet nail? I am... I'm not sure I want to share that. Actually, I would rather not. And he puts his hand on your face and gets real close and says, You know, we could do this the easy way. Or the hard way. And goes in for another kiss on the cheek and then comes backs up. Neil's ears kind of like fold a bit. Their shoulders hunch in a bit. And look, they look up a bit meekly. Really, I just want a last dance before I... Uh, and starts to back away. And he stands there for a moment. And the crowd, like somebody comes up like, um, I would like whatever you gave, gave them. Please, leave me alone. I'm doing more important work right now. And walks over to you, grabs your hand, and pulls you off to a corner. And says, Neo dear, I can tell you're distressed. Please, tell me what's on your mind. I think I'm I'm going to have to go away. And it's 
it's I think it's important. You're doing something important that's taking you away. Yes, I'm I'm going with 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 my friends. I've I've talked to you about them. You remember Fletcher and, and Alma and Hoku? Yes, yes. I yes, I know your your letter writing friends. Yes. What are like you going on a vacation or something? A holiday? Neo will try and get a bit closer. Try and grab Alphonse's hand. We we are going we are going to find something that Fallon has lost and really wants back. Oh, you mean the Serval doesn't have enough people in their court to help with these things? Uh, Z had a, um, a dream and, and apparently we're supposed to do it. Alphonse like very visibly like rolls his eyes and entire body with this and says we know how we feel about dreams they're misleading you can't trust just tell them no you you can't go come with me we'll we'll get away we'll go to sulky spires and go windsurfing or drag sinkwell and go visit the hallow markers we'll get matching marks or we can go to the marigold of anino and bask in the glorious morning rays while doing the things we've been wanting to do Neo will 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 press a little on on Alphonse's hand, just trying to gather courage. That all sounds beautiful, and 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 really, I would really rather go windsurfing, and I will I would love to get matching matching marks with you. But but I think that what they are looking for is is, is very important. And I, I, I know what we know about dreams. I know that we shouldn't trust oracles. But if it is Fallon's, maybe it is the only one we can trust. And so you're you're holding one of Alphonse's hands, and he like turn. I guess he was like kind of partially turned away from you, and like turns back really swiftly, grabs your other hand, and says, "I don't know. I've been meaning to tell you this. I, dear Neo, I love you." I've been wanting to tell you this. I was hoping we could get away soon. Please, let us go. Let's be alone. We can leave all this behind. This whole mission with your friends, all Fallon. Like, let's, please, let's be alone. Let's be you and me together. Their mind is adult and they see and hear Alphans and also see the, the oscillating lines of more Alphanses around and... And everything has a pinkish tint to it. And he's hearing, probably for the first time, an actual declaration of love from Alphonse. I think go ahead and give me a heart roll. It's a nine. I guess Neu feels that this declaration of love could be true. But also, Neu has known how manipulative Alphonse has been. And is reminded, kind of in a, in a flash second, of how he's done stuff like this before. He's not used the L word, but you've also not told him you were leaving the lastings before. And so, maybe this could be true, but also, Alphonse can't really be trusted. And Neo knows it. Al, Al, I, I really love that you're saying this now to me, but it, it, 
it doesn't feel right now. You you didn't say it the other day when I told you I loved you. You said those kind of things were for, for losers. And, and that hurt. And now I'm telling you I want to do something. And you come up with this? Are you... Is this for real? Tell me. Tell me it's for real. Promise me. And he kind of releases your hands pretty quickly. Crosses his arms. And says, honestly, I'm opening myself up to you. And I can't believe you're not trusting me. I pour my heart out to you. Tell you I want to go away with you. And that I love you. And you don't believe me? No. Jumps forward and, and looks up. No, that's... I didn't want to hurt you. I just wanted to... I'm just... I'm just confused, Al. No, I see how it is. I'm going to go dance. And sort of, like, struts off and goes into, like, the whole sea of people dancing. Al? No, don't... You... By the time your, like, voice would reach Al, he's already dancing with another... We'll say a full-size fox. Very cute. Very attractive. Very sensual. Now will walk away towards the darkest corner they can find and sit down and look at them two dancing and probably shut down for a bit. So as Neo sits there and processes this heartbreak. Let's jump over to Alma real quick. You have just left your parents' home. It did not go as expected. You found out that your parents were deeply in debt. The ship that you have called home, now being docked in the place where the bank is, has been reclaimed by the bank because you didn't actually own it, your parents did, and apparently they put that up for, I guess, collateral on on different things, and yeah, the ship has been reclaimed, but you need that ship. You also found out that your dad has been hanging out with Karth, your kind of like ex, but not ex, but confused, you loved him slash them, and it's just a whole lot of feelings. As you maybe speed walk away from the house what's going on with you i'm freaking out man oh god that ship is my everything it's my independence it's my freedom the flying dutch kith the flying dutch kith dude that's my ship like you would have conversations with the ship like it wasn't yes alive but it was to you it was to me and you know it's even though I was doing what my parents wanted me to do. Having the ship to myself and being able to go out into the world made it fun. Made made the job something I wanted to really do. So if I lose that, it's like I'm losing the one thing that really gave me drive to exist. Yeah, a lot of your identity and independence is tied up with the Flying Dutch Kith. I need to get that ship. So you've got to make it down to the dock to try to figure out what the heck is going on. And I'm I'm beelining. I'm just going. In Lothair's Junction, so it, it takes you a little bit to get over there, but eventually you make it over. It's probably early evening on this day that you're all kind of trying to take care of business 
before the following day when you're supposed to be heading out of the lastings. This is maybe not the nicest or largest shipyard, but it's the one you've been kind of docking in for the past several years. So you, you have a pretty decent relationship with the the overseer, uh, Tuft, this sort of quirky little mole that can't really see much during the day, um, but somehow is overseeing a, a shipyard. And they hear you walking up and say, Oh, is, is that... I can tell those footsteps. That's Alma, right? Huffed. <laughs> yeah, I already know what you're going to say. There is absolutely nothing I could do about it. They had paperwork. Paperwork. Do you know where it is? Still there. And points off to like the far corner where it, it is. Uh, but you can see like a crew of people kind of like, or crew of Kith kind of standing around it. Some kind of like going up and down the, the ramp, taking things off of it. And somebody like literally like with like a measuring tape, kind of like measuring different things on it. Oh my God. Okay. Can you distract them? I know I'm asking a lot. Do you, do you want me to scream? I can scream. I can scream really, really loud. Can you wait for me to... Get over there before you scream. Ah! Just start, start screaming. I'm listening to the... I'm going to like run to hide behind some crates or something and wait for people to pass me so that I can just run and make a... Give me, give me a swift check. That's an eight. So I was going to say with Tuft screaming, you would get a nine. Oh my god. So yeah, you tuck behind some crates as a group of folks kind of like come running down the causeway towards Tuft. And you see the scribe group like surround Tuft as they like flop down on the ground. You hear like this conversation as, as you slip away towards the ship. So Tuft's distraction was good. However, not everyone left the ship. There's a, there's a few few folks kind of coming down the ramp with with a couple like crates as as you start to approach oh god what do i do i need my things they can't take my things i feel like that's not owned by the bank but i'm not okay gonna walk up to them and what do you think you're doing what what do you mean what i'm doing i'm taking the crates down well don't you know what ship this is and they have like a crate in their arms and they like kind of like turn away from you and look at the the side of the ship is uh is if i can read correctly that says the flying dutchkin is that right it's it's the flying dutch kith but um the the point the point being is that this ship has been commissioned by the fallon and for 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 the commission to be successful those crates all need to be put back total blank stare a little bit of a slack jaw Ooh. Have you spoken with my supervisor? Look, your supervisor is a nobody, okay? I'm talking, I am representative of the Fallon, okay? The Serval. I'm just doing my job, man. Like, I am telling you what needs to be done. Fallon's gonna want this ship ready in the next 30 minutes, and I see you guys unloading the ship. You know, it's going to take you guys a long time to get it repacked if you keep going down the ramp towards me. And it's going to take you even longer to double check what I'm saying, so better not risk it, right? Let me see what roll I want. Yeah, I think I want a heart roll. Oh my god, that's a nine. They sort of like look at you, look at the crate, look at the ramp, look back at you, look at the crowd surrounding Tuft. As like Tuft is like, ah! 
Still like writhing on the ground. Do you have any paperwork? 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 You think the Fallon has the time to give me paperwork? Have you seen their office? That thing's piled high with papers. Look, buddy, can I, can I get your name? Actually, I'm gonna bring this up to 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 the to the serval. Duh. Oh. They're gonna want to know who's who's been delaying their work. Well, I don't. I don't really want you to tell them, but I'll give you my name as long as you promise not to tell them. Yeah. All right. People call me Muskrat. All right, Muskrat. Well, I'll tell you what. If you do this within the next five minutes, I will tell the Serval your name in a positive way and that you were indispensable in the success of their mission. And they look at you. They look at the crate. They look at the ship. They look at the ramp. Look back at you and yell back, All right, boys, put the crates back on. Muskrat's getting... Beetle steak tonight. Uh, your service is much appreciated. And uh, you hear the ah! of Tuft still writhing in the background. Really, oh Tuft. Oh. As they load things back up on the ship, I imagine you probably try to hurry them along as they're like trying to bring things back into the hole. And you're like probably like, no, like just put it here. <laughs> I'll make do. Shoo shoo shoo, get off. Doesn't need to be organized. Don't worry. Don't it's worry a mess. about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually a mess. It's fine. Go ahead and give me an intellect roll as you try to quickly kind of parse together what you need to get done really quickly to get the ship up into the sky and away from this dock. Intellect or instinct? Uh, instinct. Sorry, instinct. That's a nine again. You look at the different ropes and tethers, the different weights and things, and you're able to like quickly kind of recall the the process because it's kind of normal to you. This is my ship. I know what I'm doing. You're you're quickly able to get it up um, into the sky, like just as like the the last person is like or last kith is stepping off the ramp, like they barely make it onto the the dock. As you get it up into the air and you you start to hear like the screaming uh, and yelling of the bank people like running down the causeway towards the dock as you kind of get it up above Lothair's junction and head out. (laughs) Where are you heading? Fletcher, I need to get Fletcher. Fletcher's not going to wake up if they go to sleep now. I need to get Fletcher first. So you head over to... The Marigold of Anino to the far northwest corner where you know this little island that that Fletcher hangs out on in the Tower of this Apothecary. And you pull up next to this window. You see Fletcher kind of like sitting on the foot of the bed with a pile of papers in their lap, head kind of resting in their hands. You look through this window. Oh my god! Completely startled. Knocks over more potions. Got this yellow stained tunic. Fletcher! What are you doing out here? We need to go. Like, right now. Now? Now! Now? Uh-huh. I'll explain on the way. I gotta take care of something real quick. Hurry up! He goes downstairs to go do the swamp water knockover claw mark etching nonsense. 
Because I imagine the 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 wheels a lot like the wheel on a on a like ship ship. So she's just like holding the spokes. By the time Fletcher gets on, he smells horrible. He had slugs spill on him from slug guts from the tremor. Just knocked over the swamp water potion to get that claw mark etching. Also, just stinky boy, stressed out stinky boy. I'm flying away, flying away from the place. Okay, so pretty much ship. Almost repossessed by the bank. Parents so super in debt. We need to go before the bank comes after us, and we won't have the ship anymore if we stay. So, uh, Haku's next, I think. I don't know. It, uh, Haku's next, I think. Yeah. Sorry. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. Are you sure? You kind of look a little like you're. You know, you've usually got a stain or two, but this is a little much. Fletcher's like actively crying. There's snot bubbles coming from his nose. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to point it out. You just see Fletcher holding this little box in his hands and like all of his like basic possessions and he's just crying there. I'll tell you about it later. Okay, there's a there's like a bath in the downstairs. You can go do that while I pick up the other two. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go take a nap in okay, there. Okay, make yourself comfortable. There are like three, four bedrooms, so just pick your favorite. He's already gone. Bye! Oh my god, did I make Fletcher cry? Okay, Haku. Haku time. Yeah, so you know where Haku lives. I do. And so you you already kind of set up the, the meeting spot. Fly back towards Lothair's Junction and down the above the busy streets um and again you're supposed to meet in the morning yep tomorrow morning it's like evening now turning into tonight yep you you smell the delicious grilled foods that have been consumed by by haku's family and in, in haku uh, before you you pull up next to the house that they live at where they're all like the three of them are just like staring up at the stars kind of like crying as you pull up Suddenly there's something blocking the view. <laughs> a ladder. <laughs> a ladder unfurled. Oh wow, look at that ship, mom and dad. Haku, we need to go. Oh, uh, hello? Ha- Haku, we need to go right now. What? Like right now. I'll explain when you get on the ship. Like right now? Is this like a danger one to ten? How dangerous is happening? And then I realize what I said and go, never mind, it's not dangerous. What? Oh, well, look at the ship. Hi, Haku's parents. Are you taking our sweet Haku away from us? They'll be back, I promise. Well, as long as you'll be back. I'll keep them so safe. Okay, um, okay, wait. And then you just, Haku sprints down, grabs their pack that they had before, and then like an extra little like box, and then they run up. Okay, um, can I have like two, two squeaks? Like, I'll be, I'll be, like, right up. Yeah, just hurry. Okay. Okay, so, I love you, mom and dad. I'll write. I'll write. You better. Yes, if, if you didn't write, we would, we'd be really, we'd be really upset. Then they sort of surround you. And, again, you're taller than, than the two of them. But they, they squeeze you so tight that it doesn't even matter. You feel so safe, so protected, so loved, and it hurts a little bit as they kind of unseal from you. They both look at you, kind of holding back tears. We're really so proud of you. Yeah, so, so proud. And you're just gonna keep making us prouder. We'll see you soon, okay? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see you soon. And I give them both a little 
forehead kiss and like stay strong and not like let any of the tears show and then i just i don't know how to get on the ship is it like right off the edge am i jumping onto the ship am i uh, like a ladder a ladder <laughs> unfurled ladder? from the side <laughs> you have to climb the ladder oh haku's strong it's fine he's got a brood of plus one he goes he does like that fun little wave as he's like go- going off on, on the ship your parents wave and then they stare at the ship until it disappears and then they're just like staring at the stars again so we we jump back to nail you sat there for how long contemplating what do you think will happen on the calm down from the dream berries um, I feel like a side effect of the dream berries is just you get like really invested in one emotion and you felt that you were feeling lots of emotions and they landed on anger and you just got really pissed. And I would say that like as you kind of get invested in this one emotion as you come down off the dream berries, you like literally start to see in a, a tint of that color and so you're like literally like seeing everything through this like wash of red this like tint of red now their small form kind of like trembles a bit and very rarely in the last few months or year now has used any sort of weaving magic and at this point they they decide to take out their their needle which is a, a little bit of magical needle and it's a good time to test how we want to make the magic work here i guess and try to try to find a, a moment try observe observe for a second how alphans is is flirting with that with what neo is now in their mind as, as they're dancing they're just seeing just just alphans be with a better neo with a with a bigger now with a nail that is what Alphonse wants and at the same time seeing themselves way too thin way too small way too nothing we'll take that needle and try and take a couple of pieces off of fabric from their little pockets and try and sew fabric that is quite similar to that from Alphonse trousers so that the lower bit of his trousers kind of like sews together right as they are trying to do a little bit of a trickier dance move so it often just falls on on his face in front of everyone in the most ridiculous way possible maybe even hurting himself a little bit give me a wild roll there's a follow press one that's a five still a failure you start to weave this fabric this magic hoping to sort of maybe get back at alphonse but your needle breaks as soon as you get into the weaving. And unfortunately, the rest of your needles are back at the the flat you and Alphonse live in together. I take the needle. I see the two bits. I just throw it into the ground. Why am I so useless? And then Neil will run towards Alphonse, try to get into the crowd, just... And very, very clumsily trying to get to him with the full intention of just getting to him and it's like starting to just kind of like bang on, on probably his lower back. So I will say this, as you try to make your way through the crowd, like there are probably kith that are around your height, but 
you're definitely towards the lower end of the distribution and height. So most most kith in this crowd are, are taller than you. So you really have to struggle and fight to get over to Alphonse. And whenever you're like probably around 10 feet away from him, kind of like pushing, clawing, really kind of this animal instinct takes over. And you're about to yell out at Alphonse. And as soon as you open your mouth, he takes this fox and kind of like dips them and kisses them deeply and passionately. And you try to scream out at Alphonse and nothing comes out. Uh, Why? Neil will look at the scene and maybe even make eye contact with Alphonse if he's looking, which I feel like he may. Yes, and now the crowd is sort of like parted and he looks at the fox as he like kind of like pulls away from them and says, Ah, Yennefer, this is my friend and roommate, Neo. Neo's leaving, abandoning me. I'm... that's... I was going to come back for you at some point later. Also, I'm not your roommate. You are my guest. It is my place. It is my flat. I pay my fair share of rent. He pays his rent. He deserves to be there. You you leave him alone. You know nothing about him. He's not good for you. You should... He's not a good person. He's a passionate kisser and that's all I care about. He is a passionate kisser. But that's... That doesn't matter now. And... Neil gets closer to Alphonse. I'm kind of uh, trying to really just focus on this emotion. Like, focus on this anger. Not letting themselves be sidetracked by it by anything else that isn't this anger just riding it knowing this is rare for now to be able to to feel that um and just will look up and be like you should count yourself lucky if you see me again and will try and turn around and leave i feel like that's a, a drop the mic moment and he, then you like you hear alphonse kind of like you feel his like footsteps kind of chasing after you hear his voice but it sounds like very muffled through vacuum or underwater and i feel like neu for the one of the first times in their life feels like the tallest person in the crowd as the crowd just sort of like parts the music has stopped and you make your way back to your flat as 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 i was hearing him walking after me Neo's instinct will just be to like take ears and fold them and just keep walking, trying to get to the flat without even looking backwards. Really wishing that Alphonse doesn't pursue with a little bit of, of fear as the anger subsides. I would feel like as you're walking away, you like feel these like tears of like anger and strength kind of like beating down your face. And maybe like in the past, you would have wiped them away, but. As you walk kind of through the empty streets of the underground back up to the the surface, you kind of let those like tears sit there as like a sign of, I don't know, like Neo just being their self, being strong and not putting up with Alphonse anymore. Now we'll get to to their flat with very wet cheeks. Like a face of like fierce determination still. And, and still with folded ears, just like get there, let them perk up again. And as you approach, you see like, uh, you like unfurl your ears and you start to hear like, and you look up above your flat, there's like an airship and like a very erratic Alma. 
Now, get on the ship. Amma? We need to go. Get your stuff. We are leaving now. Can I have a moment? We don't have many moments. Okay, let me just... I just need to change. I wanted to... The bank is coming. Okay. Neo doesn't really know what's happening, but the bank is coming and that is scary. I'll tell you when you get on the ship. Go change. I'll go. Give me a moment. I'll, I'll, I'll go up. Uh, Neo will just grab everything they have. Their, their sewing machines, their boxes of implements and just get them up to the balcony. And there's like three or four boxes the size of Neo. Can you get down a little bit? I can't take this up the stairs. Do you, do, you, do you need help? I can help. I got it. I can, I can. Haku tries to help. I like go down a little bit as much as I can before like it becomes a problem. <laughs> so like Haku can grab Neo's stuff and like from above and put it onto the ship. And just one more second and, and Neo will try and go to Alphen's room grab everything they can and just throw it off the balcony and then just get on the ship. Alma like starts pulling up again. Uh, so what, what, what was what was, what was that stuff? Just get the fuck out of here. So as you pull up, you remember that um, um, Fallon did want to meet with you before, before heading out. Zay said something about supplies final instructions etc so you do have one more spot to to stop off at your friends are kind of like sprawled out on the deck with just like a hodgepodge of like bags boxes different things they're all a mess right now um i mean i'm also a mess but like i i'm a I'm productive in my messiness. Do we go see Fallon? Do we have the time? There's no way the bank will repossess my ship while we're talking to the Serval. Like, there's no way that'll happen. But is that a chance I want to take? What if we just stay on the ship and have that conversation, like, on the balcony? We yell at... Yeah. They're big towers. They're big towers. That's true. The Serval isn't a tower, so we could just pop pop outside the window i don't need to park i can't get repossessed if i'm not parked even just get him there on board yeah we can invite then it definitely definitely won't get repossessed okay we'll go see fallon because i'll be honest guys i didn't exactly have time to get more supplies i was you know hearing that your family is in debt and that your one like prized possession is getting repossessed by the bank was kind of a lot so i had to run to get the ship before i did gaslight a really uh, i'm yeah i did gaslight a dock worker i feel kind of bad about it but also i have my ship so meh, yeah you have questions we're running away never to return we will return i mean we have to return when we finish the job but it's probably going to take us a while so hopefully by then they'll forget my ship is not there they did seem pretty upset when i stole it's not stealing it's my ship Haku, did you have a question? Do we need to do a group hug? Because all of you seem... Do we... I, I feel afraid to ask the question on how are you doing right now. I mean, when Fletcher came on board, they were a lot worse. They were, they were a lot worse before. I'm actually kind of glad that they're sleeping. You're gonna tell us about, like, the stuff that you threw out of your place, right? No, but I'm happy we're leaving. Also, everything is, like, moving a lot. Do you get airsick now? No, but there's like, do you now 
make ghosts of yourself around? There's like three of you. Okay, I'm gonna drive us to Fallon. Haku, can you get Nail some water? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go do that right now. Thanks. Oh, you brought your brother? I am an only child. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in the bathroom to grab water. 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 There is a kitchen. There's a kitchen. Great. Where's Fletcher's in? So there's there's four bedrooms, two bathrooms. Fletcher's in the downstairs bath. I don't. I I tried to tell him that there were bedrooms, but he just kind of, he was really distraught. I did not get a chance to ask them what was wrong. And they just kind of went to the bathtub and there, that that's where they decided to be. There's, but there's another bathroom up here on like the main floor. And the kitchen is also on this floor. And it's just down the hall to your right. Can't miss it. I'll I'll get the water. I'll also get some water for for Fletcher. Neo, do you want to do you want to like take, take a nap? Do you want to go? S- s- I can. Do you want some tea? Neo, Neo will 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 grab onto onto Haku's arm and be just like look up because we're definitely the right people for these, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, are you sure? I am confident we are the right kith for the job. Okay, let's get some water. As we walk away, I just have this look of fear. So Haku plays caretaker of the two distraught kith. So you bring them some water. You you take care of them as Alma just like grips the the wheel of this airship. Speaking of the airship, what is the vibe of this airship? What does it look like? There's lots of different styles. Yeah, so it has a lot. Um, so from the outside, this airship looks very reminiscent of like a proper ship. It looks very much kind of like a sea vessel, but with, you know, all of the additional equipment that makes it able to fly. And it's it, it holds true to kind of Alma's house in that it's very kind of dark and gaudy and you know gothic and on the side it says the flying dutch kith and alma named it really lovingly because um she was reading this like story from way back like the ancient mythos and she heard about a ship that ferried souls to the souls of the dead of those who died at sea and she hyperfixated on and now that's the name of her ship you can see evidence of all her travels like she is not the type of person to buy souvenirs because of the nature of her job families just tend to give her things because they're so grateful to her for like helping their loved ones pass on so she's just gotten a lot of random stuff from all over the place she probably couldn't tell you where half of it has come from but it's like kind of organized she's got you know some of the stuff that she likes the most like art and um sculptures and stuff like that displayed versus a lot of the other stuff being kind of nooked away in 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 crates and boxes in the cargo hold could be haunted possibly haunted goth ship do we think that it's a ship that has just like magic sails or does it have a balloon? Um, it has a, so it does have a balloon, but it also has sails. Like those side wing sails? 
Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you guys have ever watched uh, Simbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, but do y'all remember when the ship gets, like, airborne? It's, like, kind of like that, reminiscent of how the sails are positioned. They're meant to be helpful to keep, like... Number one, they're how you steer the, steer the ship, because propellers are, are, like, the thing that you use to steer a seafaring ship. That doesn't work because you're in the air, so it has to be, like, actual sails that are used to maneuver the ship. Um, in addition to the balloon, the balloon doesn't really propel you forward. Like, that's mostly air, like the wind. It just keeps it afloat. It just keeps it afloat, you know. She does have, like, some gas propel propellers not propellers jets jets yeah she can she can trigger certain jets to like get off the ground and to maybe go faster in a certain direction but she mostly uses wind speed to get around Haku's taking care of everybody, almost taking care of the ship you make it over to to Yari's thimble you see the giant cloud of purple luminous magic above the the factory that uh fallon is stationed at um and i guess you pull up to the the side of it like how does this work yeah we go up to to the window of the tower and and a few moments go by you don't hear anything but you see a light turn on inside the tower and then a door swing open near the balcony and Fallon sort of like drift out wearing Zare like night robe sort of like floating on the wind towards the edge of the balcony and they yell up in a loud but still soft voice that they typically have uh yes you're here <laughs> um weren't you supposed to be here tomorrow a, um, unforeseen circumstances have led to us needing to push our journey up a bit. So we were hoping we could talk now and maybe get that supplies that you were thinking of? Yes, I can do that. Thank you. I'll be right back. And they float back towards the, the tower and inside and disappear for a few minutes. Five minutes go by, ten minutes go by. And then, just as you feel like they they might have drifted back off to sleep, maybe, the, the door swings back open, and a crew, led by Fallon, come, comes out with lots of different, like, crates, barrels, different things. And Fallon yells back up at you, Can you come down a little bit further so we can get these supplies to you? Yeah, for sure. And I just position the ship so that it's level with the balcony. Right away! Right this way, Kith, right this way. Please bring the stuff. Where do you want them to put it, Alma? Oh, oh, um... There's space in the cargo hold. You all know where cargo holds are, I'm assuming. And Fallon looks up at you and says, Well, you seem to be doing okay. Is there anything you need? Any last questions before you head out? Well, you know, now that you mention it, um... Seeing as you're petitioning us to save the world, I was wondering if maybe you had any pull with the bank? Well, it depends on which bank. Well, the bank on Drake's Inkwell, perhaps. Oh, 
I, th I think I can do something about that. The I know the, well, I know quite a few people, but the president of that bank, the Drake Banking Associates, I think. We went to school together, so I think I can probably work something out. We all went to school together. That's that's great. Um, good. So just this is a little awkward, you know, asking. Oh, I've seen many things, been asked questions you couldn't even imagine. I, you're right. I probably don't want to imagine. So the ship- There was this ship. one kith that came to me seeking guidance on their romantic relationships. Do you want me to continue? No, I think, you know what? Your your servilness, I think I've actually got the picture. Uh, so the ship that I'm on right now, actually, is getting repossessed by the bank because my parents are in a whole bunch of debt and they're going to be homeless if they don't start making some money. And I was wondering if you could maybe get um, a loan approved. Oh, money. Why is it that we need it? I ask myself that same question all the time. Well, since you're doing this for us, I can see what strings I can pull. I would very much appreciate it. But one last thing I need to run by you. Well, not really run by you. It's a favor I'm asking that you honestly probably should not refuse. Yeah. And Zay sort of turned back towards the tower and yelled back, Are you ready? And you hear like a, a voice. <coughs> yes. You look at the tower as a short, snooty individual kind of walks out from the tower wearing a robe similar to Haku's with all these, like, star charts and things kind of poking out from the pockets. Fallon is soon joined by your arch-nemesis, Chandler. I'm ready for this adventure. I will keep these miscreants in line. Well, that's not necessarily what I asked you to do. These four are in charge. Alma, well, I can't see the rest of them, but I'm assuming they're on the ship. They're in charge. Chandler, you are to listen to them, and you are to provide your expertise. All right. We're sending Chandler with you. He's been relieved of his very important duty at the conservatory, and we believe he's a good fit here with you on your mission. Are you sure? Do not question the serval. We've been in discussion, and this is the best. Are you sure you want to come? Yes, I wouldn't miss this opportunity for the glory. Well, you know what? I've been in need of a cabin boy, so I'm sure you'll fit right in. Chandler, welcome aboard the Flying Dutch Kith. Thank you. And he's, he steps onto the ship, and it feels as almost it takes on a little more weight, a dip, as this small, unassuming individual carries a lot of stuff with them. And Fallon looks at you as the crew that helped load up the stuff on your ship step off. We do appreciate all that you're doing. Please keep us informed on your progress. Of course. Speaking of our progress, where where do you want us to start looking? Well, that is honestly for you to decide, but there's Portsmore up the coast to the north, drylands to the southeast. I feel like either of those would be good to, to aim at. 
first. If you're feeling a little rambunctious, you could go to Middledwell, but it's really up to you. Thank you, Serval. You're quite welcome. We'll keep you posted. Um, <laughs> thank you for the... Uh, thanks. Thank you. All right. Um, find a room, I guess. Chandler is already out of sight. Good. You hear a door swing open, and you hear him yell out, Yes, this is the room I will take. And since it's so close, you realize he has claimed the captain's quarters. Not that one. You hear the door slam. Pardon me, Sir Ball. So you go down around the stairs where the door to the, the captain's quarters is. It's below the helm as a, a standard ship would. And you jiggle the handle. It's locked. I have the key. It's my ship. So you unlock it. You hear a shriek as Chandler is like unpacking his things as he stares back at you and like then hisses. What are you doing in my room? Get the fuck out. Give me a brute roll. I don't have any benefit to brute, but that was a that was a flat eight. Think I will roll for this one. I feel like I should get advantage. It's my ship. <laughs> my room yeah he does not rule well he was taking something out of his bag just instantly like slowly puts it back in grabs his bag the rest of the star charts and just like kind of like scoots past you i will find somewhere else Mm-hmm. you do that and like scurries off to a another part of the ship Alma, like, gives her room one, a, a look over, like, a, a quick glance over to make sure there's nothing amiss. There's some stinky little aura kind of, like, emanating where he was, but maybe that's just all part of your imagination. Everything seems to be in place. Alma is going to leave her bedroom and lock it behind her, uh, something that she's never done before because she's never had to share her ship and now it's not just her ship so she walks back out to the main deck bids a final farewell to the serval and she's gonna fly away so as you start to fly towards the outlands towards the edge of the lastings where the other lands begin let's jump over to that bathroom that fletcher is just like passed out in Haku, the, the door is closed. What do you do? Fletcher, Fletcher. Haku does a little knock. Fletcher. Fletcher is out cold. You don't hear any response, Haku. So imagine the, the door starts to, to creak open as you peek your head in. And you see a small but nice bathroom. A um, little porthole on the side the side wall you see like the the stars glistening in the, the in the night sky and you make your way over to the bathtub it is one of those clawfoot tubs with um very old but well cared for shower curtain that's been pulled all the way around you hear i guess the the slight little bit of a, a snore from a very tiny individual and you hear like the the flapping of of paper like they like they're clutching it is it flying out the window it's just like with every like snore exhale you hear like a of of the paper is neo with me too i've imagined neo's kind of 
grabbed onto like your coattails. Okay, great, 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 great. I think I have, I think I have them on like a piggyback ride situation. So they're like, they're like draped on my back, so they don't have to walk anymore. Fletcher, Fletch, Fletcher, and just does like a slight little poke. Fletcher, five more minutes. Five more minutes. What, what if we? What if we wake up for five minutes to get you into a softer bed? This bed is soft. This is my bed. I can, I can carry you. He like blinks his eyes open and he's like very confused looking at his friends. And like papers are scattered around like a paper is like sitting on your chin like kind of stuck with maybe the little bit of drool that like trickled down your, your cheek onto your chin. What day is it? It's still, still the, it's, it's night now actually well it's the same same night that we thought we had a full night and now we're on a uh, boat hi how are you doing oh man i think i just had the worst dream and then he looks down and sees all the papers with the letters and he's like oh oh no it wasn't a dream oh no okay um will sleeping more help will not sleeping do you want something to drink we're gonna go we're gonna go find a snack in the kitchen oh okay I like snacks. I, I can have a snack. Okay. Do you do you want to walk? Do you want me to? Do do you need a? How would you like to approach this? And I just start like trying to help you out of the tub. He like awkwardly accepts the help, and it's a lot of clumsy papers and things scattered. But we make it out of the tub. <laughs> we'll start walking over to the kitchen. Haku. Mm-hmm. Do you hear the the droning? Can you tell them to stop? I I think. I think that's the 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 ship. No, they're singing. This the singing. Yeah, I don't like it. Neil, are you okay? No. What's going on? But neither are you, so it's fine. It's not fine. Why do you smell like dream berries? Why do you smell like slugs? Cause a bunch of slugs fell on me. Well, I fell on the dream berries. You fell on dream berries? Kind of feels like that, yes. Oh, did you? Consume any dream berries? Maybe. Oh, how many? Would have been at least four or five. I think, like, brings up their fingers about this. That's too many for how small you are. And then Fletcher, like, goes through his, like, really stinky robes and, like, is looking for specific herbs and finds something that's, like, wrapped in, like, a, one of those, like, beeswax, um, storing things kind of like a ziploc bag and it's like it's like a, a bit of like pickled herbs here chew on this you'll feel better in a bit you can't have that many dream berries at once that's you're too small it's what alphonse always gives me alphonse should know better yes he fucking should now we'll grab it and just like start munching on it okay this is fine everything's cool we're just gonna keep going to the kitchen everything's great Two friends, three friends, chilling in, in, in the ship. Everything's gonna be okay. You got one, like, hanging over your shoulders, uh, hanging around your neck. The other one, you're, like, dragging behind you. Because they're kind of, like, stuffing papers in, in various pockets in their stinky robes. And you make it to the kitchen, and you, you remember that a kitchen on a ship is called a galley. And you make it to the galley, and it hits you. And you start looking for something to eat. Like, are you planning on making, like, a, a meal? 
or are you just looking for something that's already prepared that can you can get into your two kind of withering friends currently? I feel like Haku would try to make like tea, um, the tea blend that they specifically brought with them to to everything that got them through the late night studying. That's supposed to remind them of home, and maybe some cookies. Maybe some, like, nice little sugar cookies. Something sweet to go with, like, the, the like, warm herbalness of, of um, the tea blend that they have. So, I will... I guess, Alma, you can weigh in on this. Do you typically have a well-stocked kitchen? So, well-stocked is, like, a subjective turn of phrase. Alma has an ingredients kitchen. Those of you who know what that means... There are just a lot of ingredients in Alma's galley. And some of them you've you've never seen before because they're from out of the lastings. Again, things that because obviously Alma needs to eat, so she acquires different ingredients and stuff in her travels. But there's nothing really readily made or like just readily made snacky things. Like, there's definitely some fruits somewhere, totally. Um, I could see her having, like, <laughs> Haku, you go to open a bin of sugar cookies. Instead of sugar cookies, it's not food at all. In fact, it's, like, letter writing materials in the bin. You don't know why <laughs> that's where Alma keeps it. But it's, like, just a square sugar cookie bin. And inside, there are no cookies. There are letter writing materials. You wonder if this is why Alma's been such a bad pen pal, because she maybe forgot where she put her letter writing materials. Yeah, there is a thin layer of dust on top of the, the sugar cookie tin. Yeah, you're you're unclear as to whether or not it was put there on purpose, or if it was hidden away, or if it was accidentally put there. There's definitely fruit. And actually, there's also... Like a, a fresh crate on the counter that's still like sealed. So there, there could be stuff in there that I guess Fallon's people or Kith just brought in. I'll open the supply thing that that Fallon's Kith have brought in. Maybe there's something sweet in there. So you got the tea or the water on on the fire boiling away or heating up to boiling. And you're able to, to pry this crate open and you see a good like Three months worth of food supplies in here and nestled on the top amongst like the other food supplies and, and straw. There is like a fresh tin of uh, royal cookies, royal sugar cookies. Cute. Amazing. Wow. I'll start putting it on a cute little plate. Start set, trying to find like a nice little like tea set. Hopefully, if not a set, I'm going to find a pot and as many cups that I can find. I would think Alma does have a, a nice tea set. It's probably older than their parents, but it's still, uh, yeah, it's something that's probably been hand down. But yeah, it's one of the most pristine things in here. The same is true for like the majority of her like pots and pans as well. Like they're all um, clearly older, but very well taken care of. So yeah, Haku, you're able to get that tray uh, of tea and cookies set up. There's actually a little like side balcony 
um, off from the, the galley that hangs out to where you can actually like sit and eat under the stars, um, your dinner, your breakfast, whatever. And Neo and Fletcher are already sitting at the at the, the table out there. And you set the the, the tray down as the the three of you kind of sit and start to marvel at, at the sights you're seeing as as Alma is taking the ship closer and closer to the outlanes. You see the lastings pass you by, um, and you're flying over um, this old bridge, this bridge that was here long before the Kith were. It used to be called Gold Bridge, but now it's just rusted, uh, paints chipped off of it. But it's this massive bridge that, that spanned a, a great distance, but now it's just kind of like shattered bits and pieces poking up from... The, the waves that crash around as you kind of begin to fly over the outlings, these sort of like older islands that you think some kith live on, but they're not the kith of the lastings. They, they're, they're not your people, I guess you would say. And as you kind of fly over these towards the other lands, we kind of like fade out as the, the, the moons cast these like glorious beams over all of you as you're under this new night sky. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can follow QueerPG on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod. QueerPG is made possible by all of you who listen and share the show. So if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps other people find the podcast. You can also support the show by signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com QueerPG. If you're interested in seeing transcripts for the episodes, all of those from previous episodes and episodes to come can be found on our website, QueerPG.com. Until next time.